Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. So great to have you with us on this Friday. You know, I, I love how television brings events into our living room, and I hate how television ruins the event. So I have a little bit of time. I'm watching the Masters. And there was that gap in Masters coverage, which is fine. I mean, it's all part of the contract. I don't know. I'm not worried about the gap. But you get to the end of Sports Center at the Masters. They have Matt Berry and they have Andy North there. And Tiger Woods hits his second shot into the woods behind the fifth green. Well, now he's going through, okay, do I do an, do I try to hit it from here? Do I take an unplayable? How do I do it? And Sports Center at the Masters ends because it's three o'clock. So they do what they have to do. They're out. Now they're going to go to the coverage of the tournament. Okay. Oh, no, we have to do an intro, and we have to show the star, and we got to welcome it. Get to the golf, will you? I mean, my goodness. You just showed us the guy in the woods about to make a play. All right? Show me what he did. Oh, eight minutes later, nine minutes later, we get to see it on tape. Sorry, I'm not into the, oh, okay. That's when the tournament starts. Chop, chop. Show me the golf. Don't ruin the event. I, I, I see this stuff. As you know, as you know, it, the suit and I have argued about this for years about the how meaningless and it is meaningless the intros are to get everybody and get engaged in what I just saw the guy standing in the woods. Okay, twenty seconds ago. Let me see the result. Instead, oh no, we have to go back and we have to show Bobby Jones and we got to show Jack and we got to show Arnie, we got to show Gary, we got to show Bob, we got to show Jordan, we got to show right, we got you know, we got to show show Nick, we got to blah 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 blah. Okay, I got it. Okay, okay. Then we have to show the patrons standing uh, or sitting at, at sixteen, and what a beautiful day it is. You know, the scoring has been difficult, and blah blah blah. Cut. I don't even want to hear it. No, take it out. Don't want to hear it. <laughs> So I don't want to hear it. Okay. Okay. I wanted to know what that I wanted to know what that guy did on five. I remember last year on no. CBS on the Saturday and, on the Saturday coverage. I remember right at three o'clock they went right into the golf and I was expecting that big fanfare and the piano and the whole shooting match. Hey, show me what's going on. Get to it. And these guys, they, they got a clown around in the hole. And they, well, we wrote this intro. Get rid of it. I don't care what you wrote. You got to hit. Tiger Woods is in the woods at five. All right? Get to it. You want to hook the audience in? I walked away. I walked. I don't even know what he scored. I walked away. I said, well, if you're not going to show me it, then I don't want to watch it. 
you know, it's the action that gets people going. Not the just after a while, you know, sports on TV is awesome because it brings it into our living room. Sports on TV is lousy because they've turned it into a show. Everything is a show now. It's a show over and over and over again. And it's, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's action that gets people to get to the screens. Action. Now, CBS does a great job with golf action because CBS is always taking the Frank Cherkinian model of shot to shot to shot to shot to shot. They show you as many shots as they can. But uh, you can't just sit there and get clutch. If if the tournament had not started yet, hadn't started, okay, that's a different animal. And I know it's it hasn't started. So you go through the intro, you show the flowery stuff, all the because you're just kind of setting the tone and the mood before they start. But we're in the middle of the second round. You just showed me the key player in the tournament in the woods. And you're not going to bring me back to show me the key player in the woods? I mean, I waited eight minutes. I never saw it. Congratulations. And this isn't CBS. This is ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. I don't know. That, that, I'm sorry. That, that's not you got to run. you got to run your operation a different way. you got to give people what they want to see, whether you're a fan of his or not. All right? He's in the woods on five. I'm talking like like in the thicket. And not only that, the camera work is brilliant. They're in the woods with him. You've got it. You've got the one that gets you hooked into the broadcast. Nope, we gotta we gotta do and flowery and blah 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 blah. It's like, okay, fine. You just lost a viewer. You just lost a viewer who really wanted to watch the tournament. I mean, I wanted to watch it. Well, there's but, always that movie on HBO tomorrow night instead. I'm not planning on watching that, by the way. Nobody with a half a mind is going to watch that. <laughs> um, someday I'll write a book. And when I do, it'll be we've blunt. Heard that, yeah, about, we've heard that over uh, the years. Yeah. Okay. And it will be blunt. <laughs> All right. All right. Um... Patrick Reed, by the way, is the leader. He is six under par. He's buried the first three holes. Mark Leishman's five under through five. McElroy's at four under par. He just parred 15. He hit his shot over, so it was a problem for him there. Uh, Mickelson's now four over par. He has really struggled today. Yeah, he had he a double yeah. 12. Yeah. That didn't help. He tripled on nine also. Yeah. He, Tripled nine. He's just really he has struggled today. But Woods isn't playing very well either. Woods is. Uh, what did he end up doing here? Looks like he doubled five from the Woods. Yeah, I believe on his third so that hole puts him yeah, at yeah. third he's hole four today. Over. Third Does that hole, sound right? Yeah, yeah. Third hole today. Yeah, he should have an easy over birdie. Five. Yeah, and he should have an easy birdie on three, and it yeah. lipped, lipped to the right. Yeah. And uh, Spieth was off to a uh, rough start. Yeah. The guy to watch, though, and I think is the guy I picked. I picked Dustin Johnson. Guess who's having a good day today? Dustin Johnson. He's putting himself... It's interesting how he is the number one player of the world, and he is the guy that nobody talked about. I mean, nobody talked about 
him coming into the tournament, and for obvious reasons. I mean, Tiger has been playing really well. Phil's won. Uh, Bubba's won twice. Whatever. It's just, but the coverage of it. Once they got to the golf part, they're fine. But you you gotta you, you gotta use some common sense. You want to get people hooked? Take me to the fifth hole where he's in the woods. You just left me there. Okay. Now, then, when he's done doing whatever, then go to the flowery intro. It's like, ah, just there's no common sense. I mean, you got to use common sense in this stuff. There's no common sense anymore in what they do. It's a show. It's, you know, all the producers and directors and everything like that, they're the ones in charge of this whole thing. Okay, great, fabulous. Do you want want people to watch or do you want people to, I mean, well, what do you want? Again, if it's the start of the tournament, I am absolutely on board because guess what? At the start of the tournament, guess what's happening? Nobody's hit a shot yet. It, it, to me, today was the equivalent of the Eagles have driven to the 10-yard line, and now we're going to do the intro. So time-wise, uh, how does that compare to the suits opens for playoff football and basketball? Is it a push? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, you and I only pay, paid it lip service and humored them. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was really great. Thanks. <laughs> Terrific. That's true. He doesn't come back from break to play it. <laughs> no, but I mean, when the suit does the open, it, 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 the game hasn't started yet. Correct. And, and what it does, like, say, for example, he does like a three-minute flowery intro to the game, all right, and the pregame's a half hour. Well, now he's left 27 minutes to talk about the game, so he's actually like, okay, He's taken away uh, his personal analysis of what's going on. I don't think there's some pluses to that. What do you think? What? As soon as we, as soon as we get a complaint, we'll let you know. <laughs> Still waiting for complaints yes. here. <laughs> the opinion box is empty. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, brother. They finally did send me the script just now for tonight's... <laughs> they said, hey, are you all set on the script? I said, well, I don't have one. <laughs> uh, one of these days, I'm going to get pushed off a cliff, and they're going to sit back and go, uh, this is more difficult than we thought. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's the Hoops Banquet tonight? Yeah, Hoops Banquet tonight. Okay. I mean, I never get anything until like the like an hour before. Sometimes when I walk in, they hand it to me. They're going to push me off a cliff someday, and they're going to go, uh, this isn't quite as easy as we thought. That's right. Oh, good. I have to explain the buffet setup. All right. If we have a buffet, go get it. What, what, what explanation is there for that? We have two lines on both sides of the table. <laughs> Next will be table yeah, number I mean, 12. Now they, I guess, But they have to dismiss tables. So right. I guess they have to do that. Let's see. Uh, okay. And let's see. Oh, see, I see who all the award winners are. Very good. Winner, winner, winner. Oh, good. That's, oh, that's, that's a good picks. Winner, winner. There's the MVP. There's another winner. And we're done. There you go. Okay. There's 35 elements to it. <laughs> so my goal in 35 elements, I would say, would be to speak, what do you think, fewer than 100 words? What do you think? Sure. Right to the point. Oh, yeah. I don't want to waste anybody's time here. My goodness. Are you kidding me? I mean, I I know my mother's passed away, but not even she would have gone to a banquet to watch me speak. (laughs) 
Seriously. She's like, just shut up and go. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Uh, let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five videos. Oh, boy. <laughs> I always get concerned when I'm at events where they have, like, lots of door prizes, because then I just keep announcing numbers. You wait for people to come uh, up, and it's like, uh, uh, and it's like they're not uh, here. They're not here to hear me do all this stuff. Oh, door prizes. Yeah. yeah your, your, your hands are tied when it comes to that. Oh, I know. I know your your hands are tied. I get to the, you again. You just showed me Tiger Woods in the thicket at five, and let's see how it comes out. Oh, we can't. We got to show the Hogan Bridge. We got to show the Dogwoods. We got to show the Azaleas. We got to show that. We got to show Bobby Jones. We got to show Clifford Roberts. We got to show Ben Hogan. We got to show Sam Snead. We got to show. Yeah, you know, it's like. And then we have to show the patrons on and say, oh, a beautiful day for the patrons here. Hey, the patrons want to know if Woods got out of there. <laughs> sure. Oh. And the Eagles have driven to the 18-yard line. We'll show you how it turns out. And welcome to the NFL today. <laughs> like, did the Eagles convert? Did they get out of trouble? What happened? Oh. Major League Baseball. Well, the bases are loaded. Here's the set, but hey, we'll come right back with the pitch. Nope, got to show this, got to show that. Eight, nine minutes later, we'll show you what happened on the pitch with the bases loaded in the 3-2 count. What are we thinking here? Who is actually sitting there in the decision-making posture and thinks that was a good decision. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street and Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage today's show brought to you by brewers outlet reagan street in sunbury the beverage supermarket imports domestics microbrews best selection of beer anywhere wine coolers water soft drinks snacks they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day 
And the pickle bar is indeed second to none, led by the Barrels and the Dills. Ryan Burr, Golf Channel, is going to join us 335 at Augusta National to talk about the tournament today. Wind's blowing about 10 to 15 miles an hour. Could get worse than that as the round goes along. And believe it or not, Sergio Garcia may have a shot at making the cut. That's amazing. But there's some interesting names up on the board that nobody's talked about. I mean, suddenly Dustin Johnson is there. Suddenly Justin Thomas is there. Very interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Phillies, did you hear when uh, yesterday opening day, right? Who got booed? See that? Mm-hmm. Gabe Kapler, the manager, who is not off to a very smooth start. Suit wants him fired already. Not giving him a fair shake, in my opinion. Uh, that's uh, well, that's okay. No, because I mean, I talked to Gabe Kapler. Uh, he thinks uh, he thinks the chief and and the coach Dick Horder are outstanding. Not big on the play by play guy. <laughs> Gabe told me that. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's like yeah, they, they needed the that two of them. Right? I think are going. Yeah, they, yeah, they needed that win in the worst kind of way yesterday. But you got to put it in perspective. It is the Marlins, but uh, but yeah, the. And they needed that for sure. It, does, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You, you have to win. Yeah. Uh, but look, I, mean, I think a lot of things came to a head, obviously, when he made the pitching change in Atlanta and there was nobody to change to. I mean, that's something you just never, never see. You just never see it. And, uh, I mean, that's the issue. That started right there. We sat back and go, whoa, wait a minute. You have today, it's a new breed of manager. A.J. Hinch with Houston, of course, who won the championship last year. Aaron Boone, no managerial experience, takes over the Yankees. Gabe Kapler with the Phillies. Alex Cora. Now, remember, Alex Cora cut his teeth as a bench coach with Houston. Uh, But what do they all have in common? They were able to convince their respective managements about their ability to use analytics in a way that can make a difference in winning games. So that's what they're, you know, that's what they brought to the table, which of course means batting orders, it means everything else that goes with it. How to use bullpens. You just don't have And so far, there's not a lot of confidence. But we're so early in the season. I would like to get to the All-Star break and make an evaluation on Gabe Kapler. I think that would be fair, right? All right. Ryan Berg coming up next. Golf Channel. And a big fan of the suits. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. 
Joined now by Ryan Burr from Golf Channel. I know, Ryan, you have a limited window with us. We appreciate it very much. No problem, guys. Uh, what a day so far. Just a, an absolute roller coaster uh, for the folks that, that haven't been keeping touch. Uh, Jordan Spieth, six under yesterday. Uh, he won the Masters, of course, in 2015, uh, wire to wire. Uh, looked unbeatable. Came out today, double bogeys his first hole, bogeys his second hole. Drops well out of the lead at 1.4 over. He's now two under on his back. He's trying to fight back in it. He and Rory McIlroy are both four under. And it is Mark Leishman and Patrick Reed, uh, the feisty American, that are currently in the lead. And Ryan, it seems like it's a day where it's about an hour wins. It looks like the course is winning today. Yeah, I think I think what happens here, Steve, is you feel like you, you just feel like you have to make birdie on certain holes. And what we've seen is the big numbers creep in, the double, triple bogeys today. Phil Mickelson had a triple. Uh, you've seen it, several double bogeys, and it's just from being a little bit too aggressive. If if you have never been to Augusta National, it's much hillier on uh, the slope, uh, very severe than you. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, Steve, I can you hear there? you. Yep, we're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. So slope, I can hear you. It, the slopes are so severe that if you're the slightest bit off, Steve, uh, you can what could be a good shot turns into just a, a horrific shot, and you end up making a big number. And that's where play – and I've always felt Augusta National was a second-shot golf course. That second shot has to be put, though, in the right spot, correct? Fair? That's exactly what it is. And, and you know, Sergio Garcia made a 13 yesterday, and he says he didn't hit a bad shot. Think about that. Five balls in the water. He said every ball he struck, he thought he hit perfect. And he still made a 13, one of the biggest numbers in the history of a major championship. Uh, it can happen that fast. You think you can hit a good shot, but if you're just in the wrong quadrant or the wrong spot with the severity of these slopes and valleys, uh, you can make a mess real easy. You mentioned how Jordan Spieth did not have the greatest of starts. Yet on the back, he's been able to get a shot back at 13, get a shot back at 15, the two-par Is At 24, is there a maturity and patience to his game that people need to have a better understanding of? Yeah, he is, he is the ultimate grinder, fighter. He is not going to ever give in, never going to sacrifice a shot. Uh, so many guys will pack it in. That's what made Tiger Woods one of the all-timers, the, the, the consecutive cut streak that Tiger made. Just that ability to fight and claw even when you don't have your A game and to just hang around, hang around, and realize that one of these days you are going to get hot. Now, for speed, it came yesterday, so he's in great position now at four under. He's managed to get uh, make it through that horrible start and – you know, he and Rory McIlroy, that's what the folks wanted to see. Tiger and Phil would be a great story, but at 42 and 47, the probability wasn't there. The probability was it was going to be Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, and Jordan Spieth. And, oh, by the way, look who's making a charge. Here comes Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, and Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Uh, Steve, they're the best four players in the world for a reason, right? Uh, exactly, exactly right, Ryan. But there, there's also some other element to it. The, you and I both know big events, and you've been around the biggest. Sometimes they don't live up to the hype. Happens once in a while, all right? What is it about Augusta National and the Masters where it almost always seems to live up to what we think it could be? 
You know, I think it's the golf course. I think that uh, there's a lot of things working in favor of the best players in the world. Remember, only 87 players started this. Of those 87, only 67 legitimately could have could win because there's 20 past winners in here that are are just here for the pageantry of it. They're not here to win the golf tournament. So you're starting with 67 players, and the way the golf course is set up, it allows for those great runs. So you're only starting with 67 players. If you say the top 20 in the world will give you a good show, you're now talking about, you know, one-third of the field now would be considered one of the best players in the mix. And like I just said, the best players are the best players for a reason. And it just seems year in, year out, one of the very best players is able to put everything together. And on that back nine on Sunday where there's several eagle possibilities, uh, it's just it's the, it's dramatic. It it rarely disappoints because it's just it just allows for the best players in the world to show why they are the best and and it looks like this year could be an all timer, Steve. In fact, Ryan, I want to get back to a point you you gave earlier when we started this. You talked about the undulation of the greens, but it's also the undulation of the total golf course. They've played a lot of relatively flat courses coming into this in the Hawaii, California, Florida, Texas swings to this point. What about getting used to the obviously odd lies that you may have, or not not an odd lie, but an odd stance you'll have even in the fairway, and then you mentioned the greens and how you have to hit, hit it to a spot on the green. Well, what's interesting is if you just wanted to go out and make par on every hole, they could probably all pretty much do that. It is that over-aggression, but for the VJ Sings and Fred Couples and Marco Miras that absolutely know where to leave the ball, if you're not out there trying to make birdie or eagle and you're just trying to survive it, there are spots that make each hole relatively easy for these kind of players to make par. So you will see a Fred Couples who obviously, I mean, Fred Fred can't play on the PGA Tour now, but he, he makes the cut every year at the Masters, and usually through Friday he's in the top 20 because he just kind of gets around this golf course, not out there trying, not pushing the issue, just satisfied with par, nowhere to leave it, no, don't press the accelerator, just take what it gives you, take what it gives you. But television does not do Augusta National justice for just how many hills and undulations there are. When you're on these greens, you can't believe that if you miss it in the wrong spot, you find yourself with a green in regulation. You can find a green here, and if you're in the wrong spot, you could look at double real easy. One final, because I know you have something else you have to do champions, the experience they've had. You talked just moments ago about some of the guys that are a little bit older. There are a couple guys up in that league that never won this tournament before and don't have extensive experience yet on this course. In rounds three and four, how different is the course if you have not won on this course before? It's not the course, Steve. It's that pressure. It is the biggest tournament in the world. They all understand that. And you've never felt pressure yeah. until you've walked yeah. Sunday at the Masters. Uh, we've seen collapses for all time. We've seen Faldo blow incredible leads. Obviously, Jordan Speed just a couple years ago. But uh, it's just, like I said, 
if you let that pressure get to you just a bit and you don't hit the perfect shot, you end up in the wrong spot or you end up in the water and disaster can strike. Uh, it will be very tough for one of the, for a player that's never been in this spot before, but we said the same thing about Spieth in 2015 when he won as a 22-year-old. Uh, talent's talent. Uh, all these guys have scouted this golf course. They've all played uh, as many practice rounds as they can. They've sought out the experience of the veterans, trying to learn the course, learn the idiosyncrasies, and listen, uh, if you get to this spot, it's because you got great game, and I think we're in for a, I think we're in for a great weekend, Steve. Talent is talent. You're talent. Thanks so much, Ryan. Appreciate the uh, thoughts and the uh, insight very, very much. All right. Good luck, guys. We'll talk soon. Take care. Ryan Burr, Golf Channel. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Tiger Woods is in the woods at five, but we're not going to show you that because we have to do the flowery intro for eight minutes. Sorry, that's not the way to do it. Ah. Well, that was their only day for ESPN well, to do it since this is their final day of coverage of the event. Since well, I think I, I could have sworn I saw Masters promos during the <laughs> college football semifinals back on New Year's, yeah. New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did. And to their credit, when they had an opportunity to really hook the audience, they foul-balled it. All right. So, uh, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, show the golf. You just showed me at the end of Center, Tiger Woods, who was in, a, in deep trouble. Can he get out of it? Right? He's been the focal point of the whole tournament. And you're going to wait nine minutes before you show how it came out. Okay. I mean, Tiger was already on the green at six by the time they showed the result of what he did at five. Really. You turn these things into TV shows, you got to wonder... How much of it is the TV show and how much they actually want to show the sports? Uh, they are not helping themselves by turning it into TV shows all the time. They're not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you wonder why I don't watch any pregame shows, you know? But I. I, I tune in when, at the Super Bowl. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see a single second of the pregame. I, I think I, I was watching. I think I was actually watching golf. It was the it TPC. And, it, you know, of course, part of it is, you know, I just had dinner there, for goodness sakes, a few weeks earlier. And so that was cool. And so I watched that, and it went to a playoff hole. And when I tuned in, I didn't even see the national anthem. I mean, they're, they're ready to go. I mean, I was perfectly happy. I got the, you know, I saw the game. The game was more than good enough. And I think people have got to, I, like I said, at the beginning of the tournament, I completely understand when the day starts, you do this. When it starts, when the event begins, because there is nothing happening. But to me, it was the equivalent today of, gee, they drove the ball down to the 20-yard line. They're now in the red zone. 
what's going to happen. Oh, and but eight, nine minutes later, we get to see the result. I mean, they would never do a football game that way. Never. Oh, well. Well, that's the that's you know that's their mistake. Whatever, I'm not gonna belabor it any longer. Yeah, it's just not in, exactly enamored with how sports is covered. How about the Phillies Mets game earlier in the week on Facebook? Major League Baseball put together a contract with Facebook to carry twenty five games this year. Not twenty five Phillies games, just twenty five Major League Baseball games. And it turned out the first one was a Mets-Phillies game. Well, all these Phillies, of course, you know, we have all the games on WKLK, so radio-wise, you're completely covered. That's no issue at all. Uh, But people were tuning in to watch the game in New York and Philadelphia, and the game wasn't on. The game was on Facebook. I don't know. I I see. I think it's streaming is great. Okay, for example, you know, like the Masters today. You can go to Masters dot com, and you can watch featured groups, or you can watch Amen Corner, or whatever. But you can at least watch golf if you want. And it happens. It happens with a lot of events. We can go online now. You can watch on MLB. Com, you can watch games and highlights and things like that. I think that's terrific. But you can't start messing around to me with, we're going to put the games on Facebook. You're going to put the game on Facebook? Really? That, that, makes, that, that makes no sense. Why bother having a TV contract with Comcast? Why bother having a TV contract with SMY? Where the fans can count on it, watch it, and so forth. Oh, and by the way, you know, and you can stream it, and then maybe you can get some money off streaming there as well. But to do it exclusively on Facebook, there were a lot of people furious about that the other day. Now, it didn't matter. I wasn't watching the game. We were working anyway, so it didn't matter to me. But I think you got to stop playing games with this. Um,. I think somebody said they had 16,000 hits on Facebook. That's not very good. That's that's not a lot. I flipped it on for curiosity just for a little bit, and what they're going to do is they're going to have an analyst from representing each team on the broadcast. Right. So it'll be a three-man booth. Right. And it's yeah, commercial. John Crook John, John represented the Phillies on this. Mm-hmm. And Cliff Lloyd represented the Mets, and it was commercial-free. Uh, which I liked, and the interesting thing I saw where you where you, where you'd see the info bug, the you know the score bug, uh, in between innings they did a countdown. It was a two minute ten second uh, countdown to uh, the first pitch of the next half inning. Right, thought that was interesting. Right, no, 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 and that's what they should be doing in, in the park. They should be doing that in the park, uh, and that's uh, that way the fans in the park see that. I've maintained, you know how I've maintained that in arenas and stadiums they should do a countdown clock for the fans. you got to change the experience in the ballpark. Being in the park or in the arena or in the stadium, to me, is the ultimate to for the whole experience. Now, for those who can't make it, can't get tickets, or it's sold out, look, TV's perfect. I got it. Uh, and if you want to turn down the sound on the TV and listen to 
the brilliant analysis on the radio, you can. But if you're in the stadium, you have to show all the replays like you see at home. If you're in the arena, you need to show all the replays. You need to see what the officials are looking at. Show them. Let them see it. What, what are, you, are you worried about a riot? It's replay. In basketball, instead of having them go over and tell the TV guys, this is, and you can hear in the background, it's a flagrant one on 12. Okay, great. Fabulous. Okay, that, that's nice. What about the people in the arena? They paid the money. Mic up the referee, have them tell them. Major League Baseball, mic up the home plate umpire. Explain what the call is after you go to replay. Just have them tell them. Put a mic on them. It's all right. You need to do stuff like that. You know, countdown clock to the end of the commercial in the arena or the stadium or the ballpark to let everybody know, hey, look, this is how close we are to getting back. Do it. You know, go out of your way to make buying a ticket a really cool thing. That I'm not missing out on anything they're getting at home, and I'm getting much, much more because I'm a part of it. I'm, you know, the ambiance of it, the you know, the peanuts, the hot dogs, the cracker jacks, the beverages. Uh, you know, enjoying a, a <laughs> I know it's a pipe dream at the moment, a warm summer day. <laughs> In the, you got to give them all that. You got to give. You got to make the stadium, arena, ballpark experience, not just better than being at home. You have to make it exponentially better at home. Like there's, You're not getting anything at home that's better than being in the stadium. And right now, they're not doing a very good job in some quarters of, of doing that. you got to change up. You know, if they're going to go over and review something in an arena, whether it's a flagrant one or whatever the ball was out about, show it on the big screen. Let everybody in the arena see it. Let them take a look. And then when it's done, turn around, look at the camera, and announce to everybody all at once, TV and arena, what the call is and why. What? It's 2018. Can't act like it's 1918. I just I just want people I mean if you're gonna take the extra effort, you're the one that drove, you're the one that bought the gas, you're the one that then had to fight the line, then you parked the car, of course you had to pay to park the car, and then you know, you have to work your way in. It could be any kind of weather condition, whatever it may be, and then you're the one that goes to the concession stand. You're listening to News Radio ten seventy WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 